Ruffle after dark. Hip hip Doug A. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Good to be here again this week. Uh, how's it going, Jay? It's going pretty well. I'm not going to get the Jim Morrow playoff trophy, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, KT, your team's in fucking shambles, even though you had a bye. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... This it's, is going to be a rant-filled fucking edition, according to the pre the pre-show fodder. So here we are. Oh, I wasn't expecting to get to it so soon, but I was going to do it when we were doing the uh, the the week you know the the weekend review. But uh, you know, I, I was joking with you about it. Like, even though I I tied Daniel for the season high at one fifty one, I feel like I'm the only team in the history of like the ruffle to lose my bye week because. I lost probably the most important player on my team for this week. It's looking like with Jalen Hurts. And then uh, Tannehill is deceased now as well, too. So um, Malik Willis is going to have to start. Now, granted, they're playing Houston, so that's a positive. But, I mean, I can see Houston just having to stack the line and stop and Derrick Henry and try and dare Malik Willis to beat him. So. Deontay Johnson went from a hip injury to a toe injury, and yeah, so I'm just like super bummed about this Jalen Hurts thing, because um, I'm not gonna lie, like there's not a lot of great options, and all of the options that uh, are available have pretty shitty matchups. So we'll uh, we'll get there when we get to the transactions. I'm not sure. I'm hoping I got something. I mean, I'm I've got Purdy. Um, but the, he's playing the, Washington, who's been the the like in the last few weeks, they've been the best against quarterbacks lately. So he's probably the one of the better talented options, maybe with the best supporting cast, but just a terrible fucking matchup. So the, the and there's world's like, the world's smallest violin called, <laughs> and it's hanging yeah. out with Jimmy and me. So yeah, fuck you. I know. I know. And there's like six bad weather games this week because of this Arctic blast that's going to kill everybody. So um, there's that. Um, so yeah, good times. Great oldies. I think we're burying the lead here. We have a season three. We have a season three, yes. Which guarantees that you're not going to get the first pick this year, right? I mean, this that's is pretty true. Much guaranteed, that pretty much guaranteed it, right? Yep. So. Nope. Uh, water is wet uh, in years that we don't reset. I don't get the number one pick. And the years that you do get the number one pick, we we reset. So correct. This is true. Um, yeah. So uh, hip hip Doug A, which was <laughs> an interesting uh, call out by our commissioner. However, yeah. I did text him at night, and I just said hip hip Doug A, and I woke up to an LOL. Like my favorite part about that whole thing, right, is. Like, it could have been Hip Hip Dougie, like D-O-U-G-I-E, but instead it was Doug Gay. <laughs> like, I loved uh, it. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it, so. Um, if that's not good. the name of this podcast, we have outdone ourselves in terms of content because to trump Hip Hip Dougay is a, a big feat, which... We still probably have fifty-five minutes left in this podcast, so I will, um, I'll hold out hope that we can be funnier <laughs> than that. But I will tell you that that is a high bar. 
I was just about to say the bar's been set pretty damn high. So uh, I, I'm going to put like 20 to 1 odds on the fact that we actually come up with something better for the podcast name this week. What are you drinking tonight? I am starting to swallow. I heard that swallow. Yes, uh, big swallow. Um, that's what she said. Uh, that might be the name of the podcast. Big <laughs> KT, big uh, gulp. Uh, I am drinking a Duluth cider pineapple sour is what I'm starting off the night with. What about you? I just have a vodka soda. Okay. And then I will I will transition after this one to my favorite Stella Artois cider. So play the hits. Fan. Right? Play, play the hits. Yep. I uh it used to, I, I you know went over I went overboard on the uh the loon juice for a while. I still like it, but um I found I I when I was when I went up fishing in Canada this the this fall, I had a thing of loon juice in my fridge here that I forgot. And so before we went over the border, we stopped at like the last liquor store. And the only thing they really had for a cider was the Stella Artois cider. So I was like, all right, I'll get it. And uh, yeah, big, big fan. So, so we are currently uh, cascading towards a uh, dry January here on this side of the, uh, on that the, side of the pond in the Urseth household. Well, I, I can't speak for Tiff. Um, yeah, like two years of like, uh, unbridled alcoholism due to coronavirus and bad choices. Uh, <laughs> I, I at least need a month reset. Yep. So I decided to do the dry January. So I'm trying to get rid of everything, uh, in my, in my current liquor cabinet. In like um, one night or. Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely, but. <laughs> Quote unquote, I'm definitely quote bulking up so I can lose more weight in January. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, you know, toss a burrito on there. Um, but yeah, it, we're just drinking whatever the hell else we have. It's it, we're not at a uh, pick and choose model right now. So no. Um, yeah. So I want to start with the buys, just because okay. you're involved, and then we'll get to the games. Uh, if that's cool with you. Yeah, it works for me. All right, so um, let's talk about the the high score tie of the year uh, that you laid down on fuck Brett. It doesn't yeah. matter, but no. it does matter. Every single player except for fucking Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz decided to, you know, go ape shit. And I will say too, like I, I, I like the squad. You know, like AJ Brown puts up twenty one without scoring a touchdown. I get sixteen from Deontay who didn't score a touchdown. I get twelve from Amon Ra who didn't score a touchdown. So it's nice to see those, you know, those high, you know, high to middle, you know, double digits uh, with guys not scoring touchdowns. So um, yeah, we need to bring it again this week, boys. Uh, you know, we'll do the mini pep talk here. So Delvin, I need you to repeat. Derek Henry, I need like a thirty five burger out of you to replace the Hertz thirty five burger. AJ, yeah, you got to do that 21-plus. I had a TV on that. Deontay, I'm not loving the, the picket, uh, the change to, to picket this week, but uh, I need you to, to do the, you know, score that. This is not a – your team doesn't listen to this podcast. Although, unless they're in Nevada, and then they might <laughs> listen to yes. the podcast. We haven't talked about this before, but yes. why don't you talk about the 
abnormalities with the analytics with our podcast getting random ass uh listening. yeah yeah so um i like how you broke up my big fans there. big Thanks fans that, in but... nevada yeah so i was looking at it and like we've had a random like you know like kit or like a random uh new york listen here and there um, but I look, I go and I look at, you know, the pods and like, I noticed the number was a little high. Like last week's was 28, I think it was, or the week before, the week before last was 28, I think. And I was like, I don't, last time I checked, we don't have 28 fucking people in this league. Right. And so I was looking, it gives you a breakdown, like by like the world and then the U S and so we, we haven't gone international yet. Although there have been like the, in the last two weeks, there've been like, 13 unknown locations people that they don't know where the no location is i guess um but we had two weeks ago we had 12 people download it from the state of nevada which i thought was really interesting um we had and so in the last two weeks we so overall the last two weeks now we've had 20 people in nevada only 17 in minnesota so we got step up uh minnesota here uh four each in i think it was new york connecticut um and south dakota and iowa i want one i can kind of probably speak to is at thanksgiving my wife was talking to my brother-in-law and his wife about the podcast and so i think they've been downloading it listening to it so if they have been brad julie appreciate the the shout outs uh for listening um but yeah it's been interesting to see that other people than our league have at least downloaded it. The only thing I can't see thus far is like, like what the average length of each listen has been, or like some, you know, like how long people are listening to it. Uh, I have to so imagine maybe... it's, it's 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 about twelve seconds, and they realize, <laughs> oh god, well, no. Um, we should actually mention what my my like theory is on this because the the week that we got all of the yes the the additional listens was the the week that we named it divine intervention so i feel like the jesus freaks just found us could be could be so what i was thinking was and and i think already we have hip hip dug gay so that might not work <laughs> for right. this week since the religion and the gays they don't play very well together right. um but we need to do another religious name um, and then see if we can also hit, you know, the, the Nevada just as hard on the, on the religious name. Well, but on a non-religious one last week, we still got eight of them back. So, I mean, well, they were disappointed. They, they came back to the, <laughs> they're like, we were hoping for some divine intervention and we just got fantasy football talk about a random Minnesota fantasy football league for an hour and a half. Um, See, my, my that, one guy is kind of funny, but the other guy is fucking dumb talking about his team doing so well. Yeah, that's true. That's um, the feedback I got, at least. <laughs> I, my my theory was there's a, another random Empire League that they all decided to like. Maybe it's like a league punishment. Listen to it or uh, uh, something like that. Because I mean, twelve people. It just you know, twelve team leagues. It just kind of seemed to make sense that maybe one league was listening to it for the hell of it. Have, um, have you read Matthew Barry's book? I have not. So one of the things one of the things I like to quote out of that book is: "There's nothing more interesting in the world than your fantasy team, and there's nothing less interesting in the world than someone else's fantasy team." 
<laughs> yep. And I can only exp- like exponentially explain that as like there's nothing more interesting in the world than a podcast about your fantasy league. <laughs> and there is nothing less in the entire world less interesting than a podcast about someone, someone else's else fantasy for... league. <laughs> right. Like, this is this should have like we know Adrian's not gonna listen. So right. it should have eleven listens every week, no more, no less, not even a start from any single person <laughs> other than that, unless Doug is on divorce meter week and we have to like Doug's wife has to single handedly listen to the podcast to see if Doug is still alive, right, yeah. So, but anyways, enough about podcast statistics. We're going. We're still hoping for that international listener. Yes, uh, um, but for those that are not members of our league, um, yeah, we appreciate the listen. If you're listening, this yeah, I mean, drop our Venmos. In the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like. To, I'd like for somebody to like make a comment on the pod just to let us know where you're listening from and why. Because I'd rate and to know who the hell you are. Yeah. So, all right. Enough about that. Uh, Brett's. Okay, back to this bye week thing I decided to like start with, I guess. Um, Brett's team did pretty well. It beat most teams. Um, probably yeah. not enough to really hang in the winner's bracket, but that's why you get a bye week. Jarek McKinney yeah. continues to be ridiculous. But he didn't start. On his bench. So, yeah. Dude's been just unreal. as part of that throw-in trade that I had with him to – Get Barkley, or sorry, to give him Barkley and McKinnon for uh, Henry in a first round pick. So it looks almost like McKinnon's been better than Barkley lately. So, which is crazy. Um, yeah, no, his team put up decent points, but I mean, it, it, the winners bracket, he would he would have lost if he didn't have the buy, right? So, uh, Brett will definitely right. need to step it up next week. So, for sure. Are we going um, to do the losers bracket by now? Yes. So in the really nobody gives a shit gives a shit bracket, um, or the the nobody gives a shit bye week, um, Robbie and <laughs> and Dave just just throw fucking snowballs at each other. Uh, Seventy two to sixty four, Robbie wins, and it's just underwhelming. But Justin Fields is, is the difference. Yep, and I will say this for Robbie Lake his running backs right now are kind of dog shit, but he's got some decent young wide receivers. Um, you know, Devonta is looking good. Drake London, if they ever get a decent quarterback there, it could be phenomenal. Jahan Dotson is when he's been healthy, he's kind of shown out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Ayuk is up and down. Um, Zay Jones has been like the wide receiver six in the last like eight weeks or something like that. He's just been insane. Um, so he's got some good young wide receiver talent. It's good that he's got um, Javante, I think he still has Brees Hall, right, uh, on his IR. So, I mean, get those two guys back and stick them into this lineup, and, uh, you know, he could be cooking with gas there. So definitely some upside to look forward to in that, in that lineup. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously, um, so that, like, I think Robbie's team does have a lot of upside with his – IR players coming back next year. Obviously, there will be a next year. And Dave, at this point, doesn't give a single fuck because he has every pick. Um, and <laughs> yes. he, I, 
I think he has three out of the four final four picks. So, um, yeah, I think he's guaranteed three or the, right. the top so four. I think, is Dano the only one he doesn't know? Uh, own? I, think, I think Dano might be the only one he doesn't own. I, I and does help... Dano own his own pick? It's so Dano hard to the see. Only... It's hard, Dano... so hard to see who owns their own picks now that the trades are locked. You can't see that stuff anymore. I know there's no way to find it. That said, I was searching after you mentioned it to me the other day. I thought it used to be like in the team capsule section, but uh, it's not there anymore. So um, I will say I think Dano is the only one that besides Natron that owns his own first round pick maybe. And – or no, maybe – no. Hold no, on. Natron traded me his oh, first yeah, yeah. round pick that's this right. year, and so I know that's gone to Dave. Yeah, so – sorry, I take it back. It's It's – Doug and Doug. Dan. Doug and Dan yeah. are the only two that have their first round picks. I believe it. Yeah. Left. So, other than other than, uh, I guess Dave got his back. So, so those three might be the only ones that have their first round picks. I mean, maybe Jimmy has his own. I guess, but no, Jimmy. Part of his. I think um, Dan, Jimmy. I think Jimmy's Dave is owned his. by Dave because yep. um, I I mentioned last week on the pod, um, like. Dave, you can set my lineup, and he's like, "I, I own both your picks. You, you yes. can start whoever you want." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, that, that works." So, yeah, pretty lackluster, but I suppose that's what we expect from the bottom two seeds. Yep. Um, that can I mean, obviously change from um, week to week, but it wasn't not very inspiring at the bottom of the bracket on the bye week. So, let's let's. Quickly shift to the one that everyone was watching, uh, and that was Doug and SEO leader Nate. Yep. And obviously, we are we are celebrating or mourning, depending on your status. <laughs> yes. um, there's definitely two people with ten of the first twelve picks that are celebrating the fact that Natron has lost in the playoffs. The plan, as you know, there are multiple people who are invested in the plan as i've mentioned multiple times but the plan has already checked off box one and box two and now box three um which what was is the plan again? are you serious you don't know the plan you we should have the plan fucking memorized I'm, I'm talking for we have recap for the broader audience all right well the plan step and one probably new listeners Nate does not get a first round buy. Yep, check. Step two, Nate loses to Doug guaranteeing another season. Yep. Step four. Well, well, that's two. We need three. No, yeah. Oh, no. Step four, Olave. Be- <laughs> this is step one, collect underpants. Step three, profit. Okay. okay. First two steps, check, check. Step three, blank. Step four, Olave becomes number one wide receiver. Step five, profit. Okay. 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 So that's the plan. I gotcha. Um, the the plan is has checked the first two boxes. So that's great. We oh, are top in... three, right? Because if three is blank, that's checked. Well, no, it's to be to be determined. I would say step three is TBD at this point, you know? So, um, yeah, there's, there might be a couple of steps in the middle, 
but the first the first two steps of of the long term um you know and i guess the last two weeks i i realize that pollard and and zeke have done great but the the throw in picks have definitely not done literally fucking anything <laughs> so i don't yeah. feel as bad about it um right. and the fact that i think fuck brad is at this point Last week I said it. I think it's fuck Brett's year. At this point, I think it's, you know, potentially spoiler alert, um, Dougie's bridesmaid to bride year. Which I think I'm pretty sure I picked him in in our in our uh, first episode. Sadly, it got erased from the annals of history. But uh, I I could have sworn that I picked Dougie to win it all. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. This is just me being the best prognosticator in the world. I digress. Yeah, well, there's no way to actually fact check that, so we'll fuck <laughs> so we're just gonna go with. We're um, just gonna go with. That's yeah, what yeah. So, Natron uh, falls flat in a couple spots. He's obviously short. Um, at least one flex slash uh, you know running back wide receiver because he sits Singletary and starts Chris Moore, um, which you know that's a Chris awesome. Moore had a bunch of points the week before and Singletary had a really tough spot. Um, Deonta Foreman got blanked, which was ridiculous. Carolina had like 21 rushing yards total as a team. Gross. Um, You know, the the normal friends uh, came to play, which was Hill and Kelsey. Um, Dak played pretty well, despite a couple of boneheaded shit we don't get docked for um and you know uh a lot of the there wasn't a lot of upside like no natron started everybody he could have yep so it says 88.8 percent points but i mean yeah yeah. there's not all there he could have done differently and douglas team showed up when it counted and i don't know if you uh have mentioned this on the pod before, but um, winning with a zero in your lineup, like, oh, yeah, um, I think we've talked about it once or twice. I don't know, like, Dougie's like done Doug... that before, perhaps even with, with like three, three zeros in his three lineup, zeros in his lineup? Uh, yeah. against yeah. someone. Like, I don't yeah. know who that guy is, but he should probably fucking kill himself, probably. So, that's the thing. So, um, oh, yeah, but Dougie did it again, right? Another zero win. Good job, Dougie. Yep. Yep, and he's got one hell of a lineup. Um, yeah. I think, you know, the McCaffrey deal looming large as he oh, seems yeah. to just be hoovering all the points <laughs> that San Francisco <laughs> San Francisco has twenty one points total. McCaffrey has twenty four fantasy points as he is the only thing in San Francisco worth a shit. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's- but on a tear. I mean, Elijah Mitchell coming back and then immediately like blowing on his leg again. Uh, Bo did well for uh, McCaffrey's point, you know, points there. But uh, Debo getting hurt as well. Um, yeah, he's just he's pretty much the only show in town now for uh, for San Francisco. So and Dobbins coming back and looking well. Etn Bradley had was, a decent game. I was gonna say just the the fact that. The Tampa Bay Cincy game was stupid, and and I mean it was a weekend of enormous comebacks. Go Vikings! But yeah, home, but fuck Vikings. Um, but 
Cincy looked so bad in the first half. Now I didn't I didn't watch the first half of the Vikings game because I was out running errands and stuff. Just oh, I watched smi- that whole fiasco. Just, just smiling, <laughs> like unprovoked smiling during the first half uh, running errands. Um, but since he looked so dead and Tampa looked so good and then they had the half and it was just like the script completely flipped and it was one coach makes an adjustment and the other one can't. That's what it seemed like to me. It was bonkers. I mean, it was like, and, and that was the, um, the, the Godwin touchdown. I was like, um, so there was a point there where it was looking like Dougie was going to just run out of gas. Yep. And I was like, no, <laughs> like I no fucking, you. no fucking way is this just going to hit like, and since he gets blanked against Tampa Bay and Dougie <laughs> doesn't beat Nate. And I was like, oh, oh no. And then what? like the the flip the switch just got flipped and it was just dumb because it, was, see. it yeah. was Godwin it was Chase it was <laughs> it was Burrow yeah. and they just went ape shit and it was over. I uh, I thought I jinxed us because I think I texted you that a certain team was looking really good. I didn't even did I didn't name that. names because I, I did not want to like I didn't want to put the name out there to jinx it in the universe right like the no hitter you don't talk about the no hitter right like mm-hmm. so. I didn't want to put, you know, I don't want to say Doug's team's looking great. Like, I didn't want to throw that into the universe. So I thought I would do it slyly. And I was just like, oh my God, I fucking jinxed us. Like, I jinxed us. But mm-hmm. luckily, uh, it fortunes turned in that second half of that game. And, uh, well, Dougie's, uh, Dougie's bench also went ape shit. Yeah. Um, and remember, it's not Dougie, it's Doug Oh, yeah. Hip, hip. You're supposed to say Doug A. Doug Sorry. Hip, hip. Oh, so, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll get right. on that. My bad. Hip, hip. Doug there we go. All right. Uh, in the uh, other side of the winner's bracket, so we obviously have a victorious Doug um, who's going on to the next round and Natron slipping into the who cares bracket. Um, Maddie's team hits the skids. We both Just picked Maddie. And uh, JT goes down. Miles Sanders has a dud. Herbert. Michael Gallup Gallup doesn't take advantage of a great matchup and we are just like Justin Jefferson is just like the buoy (laughs) that doesn't sink Uh, Romano Stevens looked terrible for the first half of that that game and then just erupted in the second half I felt like and, oh. and like I said Baker's team comes to play Uh, very very good I was happy for Baker. Baker, even though he's won once uh, already. So fuck him right. at this point. Um, <laughs> I was texting Baker uh, earlier this week. I'm like, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle because I was looking at it, and both him and I in the last five weeks, neither of us have dipped below 100. I've averaged 123, and he's averaged 111. So it. Uh, it well, was... let me let me let me put one like warning out to Baker for next week. Um, I did get Juwan Johnson on my Cobras team, and thus he's gonna shit the bed. So you should probably start <laughs> Schmevin Schmingram next week as uh, well. Yeah, Schmevin. I do Shmevin. have I, I do have Schmevin in uh, 
in my other semifinal league in my redraft. So I'm starting Schmevin just as like the like balance between, um, you know, if he goes off for Baker, this he's going to go off for me against my uh, my opponent. So, yep. Well, like I said, big week from Baker to advance, Maddie. Yeah. We Baker had very high solid. hopes, but um, yeah, Taylor going down is really the kiss of kiss of death. Yeah. Um, and Baker but, got real a a real 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 good week out of uh, David Montgomery, just like Hoover again, like Hoovering last, garbage time points. Well, the last two years, Montgomery has been a league winner, right? I mean, he's he's shaping up to do that again this year, right? I mean. 18, 12, 16, 22, and Buffalo's got a pretty bad uh, rush D, so he's got a good matchup coming up here. And it's supposed to be like 50,000 degrees below zero with wind, so nobody's going to want to pass in that game. So I, it's just going to be like run, 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 run. So we might have to change our tone on the Houston quarterback, like the, the, the person facing Houston, because Houston's put up a battle the yeah. last couple of weeks. They have, that's what Dallas I'm Dallas right? and, and KC. I was not uh, Baker, like. You know, I, I I was saying, you know, I need I'm gonna need one of the the protocol Henry games because the last four last four matchups against Houston have been 200 plus yards and like multiple touchdowns, I think. So, at least, but I mean for sure over 200 yards rushing in each of the last four games against Houston. So, I said, you know, I just have a bad feeling about this week with uh, Henry not blowing up like because they've been playing better. So, um. Let's go to the uh, quick quick recap to the losers bracket, or the uh, the race for the number one pick. One pick. Yep. Um, I did beat Jimmy, although it took a late Monday. Uh, Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones like comeback. I did start yeah. Desmond Ritter, so that probably could have gone better. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I mean, this was a little bit of a snowball fight between you two as well. Um, I fully admit that. Although, you know, what was funny is if I would have made the playoffs and I would have faced um, Natron, <laughs> I would have lost on a two-point tiebreaker. <laughs> what? Uh, so we both scored 87. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had A.J. Dillon. And I think, I think. No, he started Deshaun Watson as his tiebreaker at 10 points. So you would have won. What I thought it was what? Yeah, Watson scored ten points last week. You were looking at Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I was definitely looking at Trevor Lawrence. So yes, I would have. I would have won. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. So yeah, you well, would be advancing to the semis. If God you damn it! Anyways, week. we would have been cheering for me. Hip hip, J Gay or whatever. The- <laughs> Um, yeah, so we would have, we would have been cheering for that. Um, well, actually, no, I would have played him. I would have played him. I think if you would have won. Yeah. Let's not get into that. Hip hip JG JG or whatever we want to say. Um, yeah. Um, I thought Jimmy was going to win my team. Uh, did not have a touchdown pep talk by KT enterprises. Um, which was disappointing. I thought, like the Mark Andrews Baltimore phenomenon. Baltimore is so trash. The whole team is hurt, dude. I know. I saw it's that somebody, somebody was saying that Andrews 
has been playing hurt, but it's been kind of under the radar. Like it, it happened week eight, I think. Yeah. Well, he had the knee, and then he had the shoulder. Or week six, yeah. He's so. been fucking banged up. No, I I definitely think like you know there's a few guys every year that like kind of underperform, and then like after the season's done, they have like three surgeries. Yep. Like that's Mark Andrews. And that's also probably Lamar. Um gross. But yeah. Um you had, you had some points on your bench. That was good to see. AJ Dillon came to life and then he got concussed. No, he didn't. He passed concussion protocol. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's fine. He, he did go into concussed. concussion protocol, but he did uh leave fine. There was a DJ uh, Moore setting. There was a DJ Moore decided to like not completely shit itself uh you had him on the, the him on the bench in the in the cobras oh, I, and the losers bracket as well i was sitting him regardless oh yeah, yeah. i know i, I but did too. yeah he, he could have scored i don't know uh what i lose by last week four points he could have scored five last week that have been dope dope yeah um yeah um you should compliment me on my um my dynasty pickups on Sunday morning while I was at Target. Who did you even pick up? Well, one of them was Rashid Shahid. Oh, yeah. He scored. That was nice. And the other one was Kyle Phillips. Oh, yeah. You put him in there. Yeah. Y'all going to worry. Y'all going to worry about the guys I pick up these next couple weeks because... I'm going to be stacking my lineup with guys you never heard of before that are going to be fucking dope. Not not dudes who are in hot dog eating contests or fucking whatever you put on your roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the guys that score points now. Yeah. Yeah, your your uh black shears or whatever the hell you're talking about. Hey, yeah. Ch- Chigio Kanko. Yeah. We're gonna find him Chicky on a. With it. We're gonna find him on a milk carton in like yeah, two or three weeks. Well, this week he will be on a milk carton because he's got Luke Will starting. But anyway, that's true. Um, um, Jimmy, yeah, it's more of what's happened for him. Well, showed some signs of life, which was good. Juju had an okay game. Judy wasn't terrible with. Was it Brett Ripien that started? Yeah, it was ugly. I just thought um, Kittle. Scoring two touchdowns on Thursday was going to doom me from Jump Street. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he looked he great. Dari Ogunbowale, which is never ideal. Paris Campbell had a bad game against Minnesota somehow. Like, I don't understand how Indy put up 36 points. And, I mean, some of it was the defensive or special team scores, whatever. But Campbell only having two catches for 13 yards against Minnesota's bad defense was mm-hmm. interesting, to say the least, I guess. So, Daniel Jones was Daniel Jones against uh, a really good Washington defense. Um, so, yeah. I did smile every time Washington sacked him. <laughs> Which was a lot. Um, yes. Dano beat Adrian. Yeah, they uh, some respectable points in this game. Which we, yeah, we predicted. Um, I think... Kirk like Cousins with four. Josh six, Allen four. scoring <laughs> so many points. Like, you yeah. know, you put Allen Diggs together and you probably say, like, yeah, they scored 40. That makes sense. But you're probably like, yeah, 22 and 18. 
yep, not, not 31 and 9. nine. Yep. Yeah, so for Allen to score 31 and not have Diggs score also like 25 is interesting. The reason Dano is advancing probably. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I agree with that. You know, the most ridiculous second half of all time for Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. <laughs> was it like 420 yards or something? In the second half. It was... Shit? Yeah, it was in all four and, touchdowns. And overtime, yes. I I realized that, but it was stupid. Yeah, it like, was it was crazy. I was I I've never been more frustrated like and unhappy as I was during that first half. And like I had to try and be quiet because like my girls were taking a nap because they were overtired from the night before when we were up late going to uh Sam's Christmas visit. Um my wife. quiet not like wake everybody up. yeah and then when the refs called back not to, not even the first one but the that second touchdown when they said he was down by contact when he fumbled when he was like standing up i was just i was so that, fucking that was such a bad like, that was <laughs> such a bad call oh I, my god like <laughs> like as a packers fan and a uh as an anti-Vikings fan, <laughs> not even a Packers fan, just like, I hope nothing good happens to the Vikings ever. Um, guys we're getting fucking hardcore boned by the, the, the blind, well, the blind refs were just make like everything that should have been uh, like ruled down. Wasn't everything that sh- shouldn't have was marked down. Yeah. It was absolutely stupid. I, um, I, I mean, the yeah. only game that was comparable this weekend, too, was did you watch that Washington Giants game where at the end of the game when Tim McLaurin was, like, checked with the ref and had to move up, and then, like, he was just waiting to throw the I flag. I had gone like, to couldn't... sleep, but I definitely heard the, the fallout from it. Yeah, like, literally the ref was, like, holding, like, like holding, like grabbing at his flag before the play even started, get just anxious to call, you know, throw, throw the flag on him, which I'm like, you got to do yeah. It was not material. It didn't even matter. Like I the get the rules are rules. NFL whatever, is but like rigged. So. And then the very, but then the very next play, the pass to Curtis Samuel, whoever it was in the end zone, like the guy was literally had two arms draped over him the whole entire like pre-pass and before the ball got there. And there's a line judge or the you know the back judge just standing there staring at it. And after the the head referee has to like you know answer to reporters on you know what these calls were and he was like right. it was a judgment call and they didn't think it elevated to the point where he was hindering his ability to make a catch and i'm like how can you not when you the guy can't even move or jump because the guy's draped over him it was just it was ridiculous right well so dano advances in the uh race to the number one pick which is what we kind of predicted in the fact that it can be be me and Dano, and here's the thing: like Eckler, Chubb, Chubb might be a little dinged up, yep. but a lot of his players did not. They kind of hit their floors, and they mm-hmm. still won. So which that was interesting. For Except for those. Dawson Knox, which was like was in the waiver wire. Fuck. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting move by Dave, but what else? I get it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. 
Buffalo can blow up and Buffalo can also funnel everything through, you know, digs. So digs and, and Josh Allen running. So, unfortunately yeah, no, for, yeah. I mean, unfortunately for Adrian, it kind of happened how we thought. And, you know, he's like steamrolling towards the fucking Jim Mora. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Gotta be the odds on favorite right now for the Jim Mora. In my opinion, so uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe Jimmy. Flip a coin yeah, between those two. I guess. I guess we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, that covers the the week in uh, recap. So let's let's go over just the updated bracket. Yep. Um, obviously, so we have ourselves a season three. So that's yes. nice. Dougie. Um, hip hip Dougie. Yes. Um, so we have, uh, in the money bracket, we have our number one seed fuck Brett facing, um, the up and coming, uh, Kingslayer, Sinfinity Gauntlet, Doug, Doug A, uh, which will be a good matchup. We'll cover obviously shortly. Um, you are off the buy hurt facing, uh, Josh. Which should be a real close and real good matchup. Um, on the yep. loser side, unless you want to speak specifically about anything I just talked about. Nope. Um, on the loser side, I am facing Robbie, and Dano is facing Dave on the uh, number one pick side. And then the who cares, technically, uh, Natron's facing uh, Jimmy. So we should see Jimmy in the in the old toilet bowl. Hashtag um, alert. And uh, and we've got Maddie, who is equal, I would say, I and I haven't looked at it like banged up very hard. Good team, yeah. but banged up. And we've got um, Adrian, who's not listening to this, uh, facing Maddie. So yeah. <clears throat> Kind of how we thought it was gonna go. Uh, yeah, we did pick some of these, although uh, I think Josh was the one that we didn't we pick. Got, yeah, I think that was the one we got wrong. But there were some injuries involved there, so um, you know that flipped the switch. I thought it was gonna be a close game with that Josh matchup, anyways. So um, yeah, I think it. I think we're staring at a pretty good. Uh, week 15. Yeah, there's, I mean, 16. The the hottest, I'd say the, the four hottest teams for the most part in the league are in the in the top four right now in the money yeah. bracket. So, yep. Um, let's just quickly go over transactions and waiver wire. I do, um, <laughs> I haven't hit refresh yet, but, um, I just did. If I got my guy, I have a, I have a pretty good story. So, yeah, let, let's let's just hit refresh on the waiver wire here. Um, okay, so I obviously skipped your bullshit, but I did get Zach Wilson, uh, which is what I was hoping for. Yep. Uh, keep in mind the fact that. At this point, I can't get the Jim Mora, so I 
quite quite literally don't give a shit anymore because I don't own my first. I don't think I own my second, but I could be wrong there. Um, I don't think I own any of my picks. <laughs> so uh, you got Sam Darnold, which we we did we did talk about quarterback contingency plans. Um, we can go through that normal game of the uh, the growth. I had a one, two, three, four, five, six, six Ooh. way contingency, which you could guess again. Yeah, we'll um, do that at the end here. Um, I got Zach Wilson. You got Sam Darnold and Gardner Minshew. Travis I'm a little Hall. Su- Real quick on the Gardner Minshew thing. I'm a little surprised Baker, who would have had a, a higher waiver part than me, didn't just grab Garden, you know, Minshew just to try and block since I just lost, uh, I just lost Hertz potentially for the week. So, um, well, he's a man of integrity. That's, that's called being he's a, smart. He's a, he's a God fearing church going man of integrity. I, I, so in my other league, um, my opponent has Jalen Hurts, and I, I have no fab there either. Cause I've, I spent it all getting, uh, Kenneth Walker when he got dropped. And uh, so I put in to get Gardner Minshew, even though I have, um, I have Fields playing this week. And then I picked up somebody dropped Lamar. He's been hurt. So I picked him up just for if I happen to win this week. Um, and just to kind of block other people. But I, I picked up uh, Minshew in that league as well. And I looked today. And the dude that I'm playing didn't even try to pick up quarterback. Like, it's a shallow league, a shallow bench in that league. And so he has hurts. And no other quarterback right now. So here's to hoping he doesn't pick one up. So, yeah. Um, let's see what else happened. Zach Moss oh, was was claimed. I tried to get Marquise Goodwin, but uh, Dave also picked him up, and he has the tiebreaker for me for the zero dollar bid. So he grabbed him. So we had Zach Moss, Marlon Mack, um. We Malik did. Willis. We did have yeah. Malik Willis. Uh, Can pick it? Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say this, but what's your guess on my six-way? All right, hold on. Contingency fuckeroo, which we well, have, which is now a three, three weeks in a row with the uh, <laughs> vomit-inducing. Uh, Doug apparently loves the uh, vomit-inducing quarterback contingency, where I start random fictional quarterbacks. <laughs> what, what was the what was uh, Adam Sandler's name in that one? The quarterback in that one movie. Uh, anyways, um, the longest yard was that it? Yeah. Anyways, uh, well, one was to... Shane Falco, and that oh, I think yes. that was I think that one was uh, Keanu in Keanu the, in, the replacements. Uh, so. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so obviously, number one was Zach Wilson. You got him. Yep. Um, number two, I'm Family gonna... Feud style. I'll give you the ding. Yep. Yep. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with. Uh, you're going to pick up uh, our boy. Um, Kenny Pickett again. Uh, he is fifth out of sixth on the contingency Ooh, plan. Fifth out of sixth. Okay. Um, I did update this just 
just before the 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 deadline. So just before the deadline. Okay. Uh, so Wilson Pickett. Um, was Gardner Minshew on the list? Ding. He's number four. Okay, he was number four. Okay. Um, I did Sam that Darnold. out of respect. Yeah, <laughs> ding. Sam Darnold, number three, out of respect to you on both <laughs> Sam Darnold and Gardner Minshew. Because I knew we were both dealing with $0 bids. So I said, you know, if, if, if you want either one of those two dudes, you can have them. But if you don't want any of those two dudes, I'll have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have taken either of those two guys or if I had to. Um, okay, so you're missing two. All right, I'm missing two. Um, number on, two, maybe. number six. Uh, and uh, let me tell you that those two players flipped order midweek. Okay. I was going to say that one of the guys – Andy Dalton's got to be one, I'm imagining. Okay, so that's six, and he okay. was number two until I Olave, Hamstring, and Weather came in yep. play. Um, the last guy, I... I'll just tell you. It's Matty Ice. You could probably... Okay. It, like, it's... Not well, he got benched today, too. That's what, like, I mean, it's not we, sexy. I just, I, uh, yeah. So, I was hoping I would just get Zach Wilson because I don't think anybody has the fucking cojones to start Zach Wilson this week but me. Uh, huge huevos. Um, I'm about to, uh, we're gonna talk about the old Zach Wilson when we get into my game here. So, yeah. um, I mean scenario now I have to decide between Gardner Minshew uh, Purdy or Sam I'll say each one of those names um, and it's like probably the play you know play now Purdy probably has the, the highest floor Sam Darnold is probably he's got the best matchup he I forget who they played this week, but they've just been terrible. Like it's oh Detroit, they've been just like they're like yeah, Tennessee. They've Detroit. been just terrible, terrible against quarterbacks. But Darnold's like I think the least talented out of the three, least of the weapons out of the three. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck to do. Anyways, all right, let's get into it. Uh, previews. Let's go with uh, you know we'll go top top down. Yep. Um, we start with, I guess, SEO Brett. <laughs> SEO Brett. Um, yeah, number one seed. Looking right now like he's got McKinnon in his lineup, which is a good thing. He's got that four running back, uh, four running back play going. Um, two has got to like being back home in Miami, even though it's supposed to be like eight degrees in Miami this week in parts of it, like with this whole frigid cold front. I mean, it's going to be warmer than that in Miami, but um, yeah, I mean, Adams might have the best matchup for a wide receiver uh, this this whole week, but Doug's team is just playing so well right now with that McCaffrey just being everything for San Francisco. Dobbins playing well. Um, I'm a little worried about ETN against the Jets on Thursday night. Isn't but, he hurt? Uh, ETN? I thought he... 
don't think so. But maybe ETN did leave the game with an ankle injury, oh, but he yeah. did come back yeah. in okay. overtime. Okay, so now never mind about I that. I mean, so he might be a little. I thought he, he was dealing with an up. ankle. Yeah, no, that should be fine. I, I this game. Uh, I guess what's your pick? Uh, I, I think I'm going Doug. I, I think it's. I think it'd be a good game. You know, sixty forty seems about right to me. You know, I think from it's an odds be perspective. Close. Yeah. A good game, but uh, I do think that uh, Doug's matchups and just his overall roster being a little deeper top to bottom um, will carry him. I think getting Dallas Goddard back will be be huge. Him and Minshew played together. He caught two touchdowns, so I uh, I think it'd be a a, a big week for uh, for Doug again. So I'm gonna go with Brett on the record. Um... Obviously, fuck Brad. It's my opinion. <laughs> uh, but I... <laughs> that, this shit isn't gonna get old. Um, I think I think Brad. I I like Brad. I think Philly could possibly dud out uh, against Dallas. I could see Dallas doing a you know ground game shit, uh, salting away the second half. Uh, with no with no uh, quarterback, you know, I I don't think Gardner Minshew is horrible, but I don't think he's one to just like step in against the league's best defense and dominate. Yeah. Um. And also, like, Doug has a lot of games on his slate that have a low over under, so there's volatility there in terms of like. Is it going to go to that person or somebody else? So I am going to formally take Brett, uh, but I do think it's going to be very close. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be like a, it, it, it could be, literally be like, does Jarek McKinnon do normal things and does Goddard show up? And that will literally like be your coin flip. Yeah, because no, everybody I, everybody's a stud in in these lineups for the most part. So, yeah. big hole. I mean, I think the things are probably feeling for for uh, Brett's team. Um, you know, against the Giants, they've got a, a pretty good chance of moving the ball there. So, um, I'd say Doug's right now is probably. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but probably ETN. Maybe he's he hasn't been blowing up or kind of dominating. I mean. Before the thirteen against Dallas was three eight zero and eight. So um, I think Etn, if he's your if he's your uh, your weakest link, you're doing pretty well. So yep. Um, all right, you are facing Baker, and for the first time in my entire life, I look at a fifty fifty spread. <laughs> yeah. To me, this is as close as close and I. Hurts is healthy, and I think that tilts in my favor. But uh, um, you cannot you, start Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had got Gardner. I mean, I think right now I'm gonna go set my lineup. Um, I'm gonna put in, I'm gonna take out Brock. I'm gonna put in Gardner Minshew. I'm gonna make. I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make. 
probably. Um, is this a live update? It is a live update. Um, honestly, I'm not sold on Deontay right now playing him this week. <laughs> I, What's funny is you went you went down 55-45. Yes. But I feel like that was a better move. Yes. I guess we talk about this all the time with like the bullshit with the the website. So yep. I, I like I think Purdy and Washington are in a low scoring game. I think if you have forty seven points I trust the casinos more than I trust my brain. So mm-hmm. like if you think Philly and Dallas are gonna score forty seven um yeah. Is it thirty five right. twelve? Like but <laughs> like like yeah. yeah, but like eh, good chance Minshew throws one or two. Um plus you have AJ Brown, so that's the twelve pointer. Um yeah. So my official pick is going to be Baker. But this thing could be very down to the wire. Yeah, I mean, I look at it top to bottom, right? Like, Henry... But we're going to know Saturday. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. everybody except Jalen Waddle is playing Saturday, so... Uh, except, well, no, Baker, he, he's got Shemem and playing tomorrow night, so he's going to get off to a, another 33-point yeah. lead tomorrow night, and if that happens, I will probably just sign off and start cursing lots of curse words, and uh, yeah, um, I'll feel sorry for whoever I have to have spent Christmas with on Thursday on Saturday because I will be miserable all day and probably checking my phone all day on Saturday trying to see how my team is doing. So, I mean, honestly, for me, it comes down to am I going to get a Derrick Henry and a Delvin Cook eruption? Because really, that's I think what it's going to take for me to be Baker. I think um, Baker's got some pretty good uh, match. Mahomes, like when I've looked the people that I follow on Twitter for, you know, rankings and stuff like that, like they have Holmes as the number one um, quarterback. They've got Josh Jacobs as like the top five running back, the number one or number two typically this week because he plays Houston and, you know, but again, that's just, I have bad feelings. Has about there that one ever been a lower over under than 35 and a half? Because I feel like... <laughs> It's not great. Bob. Like the Tennessee Houston game is 35 and a half mm-hmm. and Tennessee's favored by three and a half. But like Tennessee could like Derrick Henry could score 35 points himself. <laughs> and it would just That's be the only, the, the only offense in well, the whole game. On one of their drives last week, I was, I saw that, where the the drive that Henry scored, it was a sixty three yard. Henry accounted for every single yard of offense, including the touchdown right. on that drive. Sick. <laughs> I mean, that's what it, I mean. So when these two teams, when Houston and Tennessee played, like I said, that was Malik Willis's first NFL start, and Derrick Henry ran the ball thirty two times. So right. I, I'm hoping that if that's the case this week, like they just pound the rock, and I mean it's. I saw the weather report for Tennessee this week. I mean, it's supposed to be like five degrees. I tell 
want to try and tackle Derrick Henry when he gets a full head of steam when it's five degrees. I don't want to tackle Derrick Henry <laughs> on a beach in St. Martin at 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, but I really don't want to do it when it's five degrees, all right? So That's true. Yep. Um, let's... I, hold on. I haven't made my official pick yet. Um, oh, shit. Sorry. That's You're okay. going to pick yourself? You know, honestly, if I had Jalen Hurts, I would pick myself. But I, I, I think right now, Baker... You know, with us both having um, come into this game, like I said, you know, red hot, not having scored under 100 in the last five games, like I feel like down, and I think I think Baker's going to win. As much as it saddens me, but makes me happy because then I'll still get the trade. Um, I'm not I'm not changing my pick. Actually, I would love if you lost so that you don't <laughs> have to not trade all year. Yep. Um, however, like. I don't know if it's like a like a astrological sign or something, but something's telling me like Deontay Johnson's going to score three touchdowns this week. So yeah. if that happens, I guess perhaps I have had some kind of clairvoyant <laughs> thought. I did pick Baker. I I, I do yep. think Baker will will win, but um, if Deontay scores three touchdowns, that is some shit. Um. I mean, he might not get three catches with uh, yeah, that's with true. The fact. But I will say this, though, like, um, yeah, uh, Jimmy, that was what I was going to say, Jimmy texted me earlier this week, and he was like, serious question here. He was like, now that Natron is out of the picture, he's like, do you want to win the league, or do you want to be able to trade next year? <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I was like, I want to win. Like, I want my name on the trophy. I said, but if I happen to lose, I'd, I, obviously I want to lose in the finals. You're in a but, win-win scenario, right? Like I won't be sad because I can still trade. Like honestly, I, like I don't know what I would do for a year of not being able to trade. Like I think I, I, we're I think we're gonna need a daily KT welfare check podcast. <laughs> if you win, it, it it scares me honestly because, like. Uh, Natron, so I sent Natron like the um, good run, you know. Yep, me too. Kind of yep. a text, and he was like, "I don't know what KT's gonna do." <laughs> this is before like the the Jalen news yeah, came yeah. out, but he was yep. like, "I don't know what KT's gonna do, not being able to trade for an entire year." And I was just like, "Oh fuck, man!" Like, um, <laughs> if you can't trade for a year, this league goes from what we like to proclaim as the, the greatest empire league in, in the United States or whatever, um, because we're not international yet with our podcast. Right. Um, it's kind of boring. Like Dave's, Dave's got to get back on the uh, irrational trade wagon because you've, you've soaked up all his <laughs> irrationality over the last couple of years. So, yeah, I, uh, Robbie texted me again this the other day. Just like, it was maybe even later, earlier today or yesterday. But he was like, "Next year is gonna be the most boring year in the history of the league." I'm like, "That's a big if, man." Like even like <laughs> even when I had Jill you're, Hurts, you're gonna be brokering trades for other people. You're oh, like, absolutely. Like, uh, I was just looking at your roster, and I was looking at Jimmy's roster, and I think if you if you oh, traded this for this, then that would be a very good deal. It's just gonna be like KT, like. You know that that the meme of the the person on Wall Street <clears throat> with like a coffee mug and then like the blank sign that they just like 
like Photoshop for everything, I'll post. I'll post it to the message board. But um, it's like you know something, something, something. Change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's literally like um, I think like. I think Amari Cooper for Mike Williams is a great trade. Change my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it'll be like just... a, oh, I'll have like a weekly segment in the pod next year if I happen to win. That's like here are my f- top five trades that should happen this. Week. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um. All right. Well, we have we have to cover very quickly the uh, who cares bracket. So let. Let's just cover that super fast. We got Natron versus Jimmy. Yep. Um, and I think I don't want to just say like Natron, move on, but um, we do have uh, Natron, move on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Travis it, Kelsey might score three thousand points this week against Seattle. This is um, true. Um, if I know anything, it's the fact that uh, Green Bay will give up a shitload of points to Miami. So Tariq and yeah. Kelsey could very well outscore Jimmy's entire team. Um, I think, yeah, I think Natron gets right back on the horse, even though he is no longer the emperor. Well, is he? He's still the emperor through the end of the, until the actual somebody wins, right? So I mean... he's the the... He's like the the, the lame duck emperor. Is that the, the queen best way to say? regent? The the yeah, like the what are they they call the? Uh... I don't know, man. You got to get I, there. I that think air. it's I think it's honestly like the uh, so if it's if it's a queen, mm-hmm. it's uh, like this is my uh, the English monarchy trivia. But I think if 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 there's a queen on the on the throne, it's the the king regent. I just look at so it from like a like no longer has any power, but it's still the king. I'm looking at it from like the like the you know the U.S. Like if there's like the president who you know they they lost that election, so they're like that period of time you know, right before like that January time period, like before, like after like November to whatever the right. January time frame where the, you know, like basically they're the lame duck. Yes. Yes. So the, I, I, I like that better. The lame duck emperor, Nate, uh, January 6th coup from Nate coming. Um, yeah. So, I guess let's just move on. <laughs> Nate, Nate by a shitload. Um, in the uh, the losers losers bracket, we have Maddie versus uh, Adrian. Adrian, I don't know if either of these guys is gonna semi healthy lineup. I look at it and I go, Maddie's got the two best players in Justin Jefferson and Ramondre Stevenson, other than maybe Josh Allen, I guess, from a quarterback perspective. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess Diggs. I'm, I'm talking out both sides of my mouth now, but I'm still going to pick Maddie. I think he's got a better lineup top to bottom. So, Yeah, I, I'll i go with Maddie, too. Um, I think that the, you know, what I honestly think, the uh, the, the Tipping point will be is 
Algier versus Patterson, which is vomit inducing by itself. But yeah, I'll give Algier the slight nod. Um, okay, and yours and Robbie's matchup. I mean, so matchups on the on the race for the number one pick. Uh, both huge and Robbie and and uh, Dave, but uh, I just I think that you've got too many good players. I mean, Robbie's got some good players on the younger on the younger side, but he just doesn't have the running back power to to match up with Aaron Jones and James Conner. So I'm going to pick you to win and uh, propel Dave to one of those you know one of those top four picks. So. Well, I think Dave has both. Oh, our he has both yours. Again. I think so, both of these ones again. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I might, I might start the uh, the Zach Wilson double stack. Uh, I think I'm going to go DJ Moore, but I could start Corey Davis instead as the Wilson Wilson Davis triple stack. DFS play on Thursday night. Um, I'd advise I, against that, but you do. You, well, he's my tiebreaker right now. Okay, so there you go. That's good. We're leaving it there for now. Um, if you have made it uh, an hour and 10 minutes into this podcast, you have gotten as far as I wanted to go eventually to tell the story of Zach Wilson. So, KT. We've been we've been mentioning this all week. Yep. So this this is a Cobra's deep cut, and you don't actually have to be a former Cobra's player, although some of you are in this league, to appreciate this. You just need to tie it to whoever this dumb fuck was on your team, because <laughs> there's one on every team. Okay. So I'm texting you on Sunday about Zach Wilson. Because yep. I'm I'm watching the Jets game and I'm not watching that Philly game on Fox. I'm watching I'm watching the Jets game because right, I was that, watching the Philly game. Right, I got more players on my game. You got more on yours. It makes sense, right? So I'm watching Zach Wilson, and I'm like trying to figure out what the fuck he's doing. And I realize <laughs> I just I just picked him up off waivers. Okay, yep. so. I'm not feeling great about that. But again, I cannot get the Jim Mora. So I, at this point, don't give a shit. I just need someone who, eh, you know, in good conscience could score 12 to 14 points. Sure. He put up like 18 last week, didn't he? Yeah. He's through for 300 yards. Shit, man. Uh, yeah. So, you know, don't call me uh, tanking. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing good players. So, well, I'm watching. Stretch, but. I'm watching every play, and Zach Wilson is throwing this football. Now, the one that everybody pays attention to is like the wobbly duck that he threw up in the air that the running back caught, like somehow. Um, but Zach Wilson is playing, and and I need every one of you baseball players in this league to close your eyes and you'll be able to imagine this, right? So before the game, when you are warming up and you pick like a random, if you don't have like a regular person you play catch with before the game, 
like before a college game or whatever, if it was just like a random person, you pick the guy, like you've picked the one where you have the guy who doesn't know how to play catch. And I'm not talking about like playing baseball because you can be good, but like playing catch, like it's the guy who throws way too hard at way too short of a distance. <laughs> that was always me. Right? Or the guy who, like, airmails fucking everything. Right? Katan. Yeah. So, that's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's a guy who can't play fucking catch. Okay? So, here's my anecdote story that some people know and some people don't. But it's the perfect fucking Zach Wilson story. Okay? And it's a Cobra story. So, there's a, a, a guy who played for the Cobras one season. And it was, I, I, I don't know, I, I can't remember if it was the last year Goss was on the team, um, so it was the, or it was the first year Germar ran the team, okay? Yeah, I don't remember either. But we're like... playing a game against the Millers at, at Big Willow, just a non-con, like late in yep. the season. And we had this guy on the team named Kevin Ellis, Okay. For the purposes of this story, Kevin Ellis is Zach Wilson. And Kevin Ellis is a six foot four right handed pitcher who throws 93. Who the fuck knows how he got on the Cobras? No <laughs> clue, right? But he's probably like 20, right? Just young, dumb, fucking flamethrower. Doesn't know how to pitch. Ridiculous. So he he's there and he's gonna get some innings against Minnetonka because we're playing him non-con whatever, and he throws smoke. So like he warms up. I'm catching, I'm catching this game against Tonka at Big Willow, and he pitches like we're slated him for like the seventh or eighth inning or something like that. So he warms up with Ben Schroeder, and he's because we have nobody else on the fucking bench. We have like ten dudes. So Ben Which Schroeder's typical for a Cobras non-conference. Ben, yeah, exactly. So Ben Schroeder, who's a pitcher, is warming this dude up in the bullpen, who's throwing ninety-three, <laughs> and and they're just having a fucking snowball fight down down this line like there's like one or two balls that like come down all the way from the bullpen cuz there's no fucking actual bullpen at at Big Willow so the ball just comes down like down to home plate and we have to call time <laughs> and so anyways Kevin Ellis comes to the game and he pitches one inning and he pitches one inning and he strikes out the side against Tonka. But he does it in such a way that, like, two balls to the backstop <laughs> per strike out, right? So, like, he's throwing fastballs that I don't even move, <laughs> and they hit the backstop. And then he's striking out dudes on, like, sliders at, like, 87 because they can't touch him. And they're, like, chirping him. And after we get done with the inning, he comes off the mound and he goes, I'll slit his fucking throat. <laughs> I do remember. 
And we're like, who's throwing? Like, what? He just struck out the side of the best team in the league. Like, also, just fucking throw. He's like, I'll slit that guy's fucking throw. He's pointing at Ben Schroeder, <laughs> who warmed him up in the bullpen. And he's like, he's like, fuck that guy. I'll fucking kill him. And we're like, Schroeder, what the fuck did you say to him? And he goes, after the second time he bounced the ball and threw it all the way down to to you, and then he had to call uh, time in the game. He goes, I, I said, are we playing catch or fetch? <laughs> and he took it so personally that he was so angry. And my my like that whole story bottles up to exactly how I felt about Zach Wilson because he was throwing the least uncatchable football that I've ever seen in my entire life. It was like five yard slants and he was throwing them as hard as he fucking could. There was no touch. It was just like a laser beam and it was past. It was fucking completely past the, the guy who was throwing at. And then like he, he'd throw like a, like a slot fade and it would be fucking wobbly duck. It was ridiculous. But I, he did get to do that. Uh, I don't know if you did. You see his combine when he came out, like pre combine workout, where he like had that where he rolled out to his left and like kind of stopped and like mid a dime, like fifty five yards, sixty yards down the field to his, like on the right side of the field, so like kind of across the field a little bit. Like, I yeah. feel like that was like that was like the sole throw that got him is to be like the number two yeah. pick, right? Well, I mean, like I said, but, Kevin Ellis struck out the side against Tonka. Yep, but I'm saying like that he got to do that throw, <laughs> that same throw in that game this week. He did that like rolling. I saw the highlight. He rolled to his left on that touchdown yeah. to uh, but the tight end. They were they were name, talking but... in that game. They were talking in in that game about the fact that if Zach Wilson stays in the pocket, he's like the worst fucking quarterback ever. And if he's like rolling out one way or the other, he's like actually what the Jets wanted. So, anyway, so has read half I'll field. slit your fucking throat is is the alternate um, fucking <laughs> name of this podcast because it was literally like Zach Wilson, Kevin Ellis, like channeling ridiculousness. Uh, so, um, my official pick is that I beat Robbie. Yes, yeah, uh, you beat Robbie by like fifty. I'm yeah. Uh, very, very, very possible. So, um, the last one we're going to talk about um, is Dave, and at this point, Dave has most of the picks. Um, he would obviously love to upset Dano, since then he would have a hundred percent chance of the number one and the number two pick. Um, but I do not see this happening, as I see Dano effectively curb stomping. Uh, Dave, not pretty. Even if Chubb doesn't play or something random happens, I just don't see it happening. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I am going to pick the upset. So you are going to take not only the spread, which is 30 and a half, according to RT, Yep. You were gonna take the the fucking money line. I got Dave on the money line. Wow. Well, for the record, I'm taking 
Dan, in this case, I'm going to take him on the money line <laughs> against you. I think 30 and a half is definitely like a college football early in the year kind of bullshit. Um, but yeah, I will take Dano to just like not have an amazing week and still win by 25. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I, like I'm... like explain to me how Dave wins. Okay, uh, Kirk Cousins has a typical Kirk Cousins game with a good defensive front, and I I think you saw last week that the Giants front four with Kev, uh, that Thibodeau dude is I think they're going to dominate our offensive line, which is why I'm afraid for my Delvin Cook shared this week. Um, Austin Eckler. Against Indy, I think uh, you know. What's it? I've heard the nickname on Twitter of, uh, of Big Dick Nick, uh, Nick Foles. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. They're, the defense are gonna rally around Nick and uh, hold Eckler down a little bit. I think Chubb may or may not play this week, and so if, if Chubb doesn't play, he's got to put in Hunt. Um, you know, bad weather, cold. New Orleans probably gonna be a little pissed off. They gave up a lot of rushing yards to Tyler Ellis. So. Um, you know, I, I, I fucked up. I did not mention this. Um, I picked the wrong game as the lowest overrunner I've ever heard of. Okay. Oh, yeah, the Nick, this game, 32 and a half. Yeah, 32 and a half points. That's gross. Cleveland, New Orleans at Cleveland in a fucking blizzard, snowstorm, rainstorm, or whatever it's supposed to be. And, like, 15 below as well with like 20 mile an hour winds or with gusts as high as like 40 or 50 miles per hour. So yeah. Um, Rashad white, I, I'm probably gonna have to play him in my other semifinal because even though he's had like 10 days off since he played on a quote unquote jammed ankle, Kenneth Walker hasn't practiced yesterday or today. And so he's looking doubtful to play this week. So that means I'll have to play Rashad white. In my other semifinal, and so that means that he's not going to do a damn thing this week. So, uh, yeah, that's you know, and then Pacheco, I think it's another going to be another uh, McKinnon week. Um, I think Christian Watson, you know, dubs came back and immediately took a lot of the the targets. And you know, after Watson like screwed up twice on like two touchdown balls, I think uh, uh, what's his name. Rodgers is going to give him the stink eye, and then I think Dawson Knox comes back down to earth this week. So I see Waller kind of blowing up against Pittsburgh. Dubs having a solid game against Miami. Demarcus Robinson's the only game in town for wide receivers now. Like, everybody else is hurt. They picked up freaking Sammy Watkins again. Like, what the hell? Uh, Marquise Goodwin's going to have a good game. Uh, filling in for Tyler Lockett. Uh, Bam Knight will get some run in a bad weather game tomorrow night against the Jets in New York. Khalil Herbert's going to – we talked about, like, that, that Buffalo-Chicago game is going to be cold. I don't think there's going to be a lot of passing. So there's going to be a lot of run-run. And uh, Geno Smith's the man. So there you have it. Man, you got to be uh, – got to be Dave's hype man. Like, he should be paying <laughs> you. Uh, I got the, remember, I'm the pep, I got the pep talk, right? Patent, I think. Does that count as a pep talk? That was free. Yeah. Wow. That's the pep talk right I'm there. I'm still going to take Dan, but uh, that was one hell of a argument. Um, you definitely have you have a point. I would say the uh, 97-3 is definitely over-exaggerated. So. I, yeah, I agree there. Go, Dave. 
All right. Well, that pretty much does it for, you know, we obviously have not had official predictions from our commissioner. We have not had fun with numbers. We have not had, uh, well, I guess we've not had the, uh, the recap of, of the podcast, the podcast that, we're... <laughs> that we're currently recording. That's true. So um, lots of content, hopefully soon to come to the, uh, to the uh, message board. But we are still, you know, we're still, you know, obviously this weekend is Christmas. Um, we are staring at, um, in two weeks, staring at a new Emperor Championship game. I'd like to try to get together for that game, regardless of who's in it. Um, if it's you, Burgers and Bottles, or if it's somebody else, Pub 42 perhaps. Yeah. But if we can get together and watch some Sunday football games on New Year's Day, that'd be cool. Um, so let's try to, you know, I don't know, become a non-online only league. Besides the couple of us that actually come to events. Um, yeah. Other than that, I guess there's only one one thing else left to say. Well, I got... All right, you're, you're up. First, I want to say. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever you guys uh, observe in your households. Uh, just want to wish everybody a, a safe and happy holiday season, since that is upon us, like you mentioned. Uh, that's one thing. And then, of course, as always, fuck Brett. You got it. And I'm going to throw a slight addendum this week and fuck Baker. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can get on board with that. Uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody. Hope, hopefully, it's a great um, holiday season for everybody. And I will not say fuck Baker. I will only say fuck Brett. Deuces. Okay.